Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. We are talking food today. We're talking wine today. And I have a special guest on who is an expert in creating experiences using food and wine at our events. This is going to be a blast. Let's get rocking. Hey everybody, welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. This is the podcast that you want to come to over and over again to learn the best techniques, the best, best tips, get the best expert advice on how to get better results from your events, your virtual events, live events. I'm Jim Cermak, your host. You're going to be excited that you're here today, and I'm so excited for you as we have a special guest on today, and this is Michael Green, who is the driving force, the really creative force behind Michael Green Wine and Food Entertainment. He is just uh, a delight and has so much great experience and so much great tips to share with you, so I'm really, really fortunate to have him on and excited for you to listen to our conversation today. Just think about what food and wine experiences mean to you and how they really create memories. I don't know about you, but for me and my family, we we plan entire vacations around food, where we're going to eat, what dishes we're going to try. It's just something that we do. Maybe you do the same thing, but I know that there are certain places I've been to that I can just smell something. All of a sudden, it creates a memory and takes me back someplace or a special dish or someone just says, have you ever tried... XYZ restaurant and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I just remember everything about that meal. This is what it's all about. This is what we're going to be talking about today and how you can take that power, the power of food and wine and experiences and take that to your event to create those lasting memories for your attendees, for your sponsors and your exhibitors. So thrilled to have you jump into that interview with me. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor, TechMatch. It's time to kick your digital transformation into high gear. Digital transformation is not a new imperative for event organizers. COVID has simply accelerated it. Event leaders must evolve and must get up to speed fast or be left behind. Enter TechMatch. TechMatch helps event leaders accelerate this journey and craft a path for the next five years. They focus on outcomes, new products, new revenue streams, new skill sets, enhanced creation of value, and improved processes. They roll up their sleeves and take the journey right with you. If these sound like the outcomes you want, then visit techmatch.co today and get the ball rolling. That's T-E-C-H-M-A-T-C-H dot C-O. All right, welcome back, everybody. 
really excited for you to be here today as we are going to just have, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It's a topic that is near and dear to my heart and is, I'm sure, to many of you. And I've got just an amazing person on to talk about today. We're going to be talking about food and wine and experiences. And I've got on Michael Green. Michael is a food and drink and marketing expert and the driving force and owner of Michael Green Wine and Food Entertainment. Over his career, which spans more than 25 years, Michael has supported companies with experiential marketing solutions to build relationships and drive sales. Michael's based in New York City, and he travels all over the world for his work. Michael, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all of our event professionals out there. Hello to everyone, and hello to you, Jim. Thank you for having me on the show. It is my pleasure. Been really excited since we we first talked and said, yeah, we've definitely got to have you on the on the podcast. Been excited to uh, talk and really dive in and and have everyone understand what they can do with food and wine to better leverage the power of food and drink for their next conference, their next events. But let's let's start back with you and uh, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started in all this. Well, I'll make it brief. I started selling wine illegally at the age of six. Oh, <laughs> I accompanied my dad to work at the oldest wine shop in America. He worked there for 40 years. I worked there until I was 26. And then Gourmet Magazine phoned me and the Food Network phoned me. And I decided to carve my own path and created a company that specializes in building relationships and driving sales for companies by leveraging the power of food and drink. And I frankly think that conferences are a great place to utilize this power that you're most probably gonna spend this money anyway on food and drink. So why not let it better brand your company and drive people to your event or to your experience? I'm sure you've got people wondering, okay, how do I do this? <laughs> how do I how do I get the the power of food and drink? How do I leverage that? How do I build relationships? So why don't you give us give us an example of maybe one of the types of events you do? Maybe for from a do you work with show planners as well as exhibitors? Yes, we do. Okay. So let's start with uh, let's start at the high level, the show planner. How how do show planners utilize utilize your company and utilize wine, food and drink experiences? They use me to come up with ideas for their exhibitors to really attract people to their booth. You see there are two things about trade shows. Number 1 is are people going to really listen for the investment you're making? And that's generally going to happen several ways. Number one, you're a speaker, a lead speaker at one of the presenting conferences. Number two, your booth is really exciting with some type of action item that could be food and drink. And number three is doing some type of offsite, whether it be a reception or a wine and food experience that is going to really bring people together and ultimately help you drive sales for the investment you're making for, at the seminar, at the conference. Okay, so we've all been to trade shows, conferences, events where we've gone to a lunch and we've gone to a dinner, we've gone to an offsite. And a lot of times I can leave that and maybe I had a great time 
maybe it was just kind of a mixer, but a lot of times I don't. I someone could ask me right afterwards, say, "Okay, which which company sponsored this event?" I and I don't have a clue. So tell yeah. us how tell yeah. us how how can companies utilize food and beverage to really maximize that that engagement. I think the communications process beyond the event is really important. How you present the invitation, which by the way, is something that my company does beyond presenting and curating and hosting, we create a lot of the collateral materials that companies are asking for. So we will create the collateral material branded with their logo and what the experience is gonna be. And then the interesting thing Jim, is what happens afterwards, after the event is over. How do you communicate with these people? And it can be to show them a recap of the menu that you selected, of pictures of the event, and then do the follow-up as required. I'll tell you one major success story. I was contacted by Buick to be part of the South Beach Food and Wine Festival. And they were one of the sponsors. And people are walking through this whole range of different sponsors on the sanded beach. And they said, Michael, we want an idea that is ultimately going to attract people to our booth and have them sign up for a registration form to potentially get a test drive of their car. So after giving some thought, I came up with an idea. We did an alcoholic snow cone that was in the color of the inside of the car that they wanted to highlight this unique ambient lighting. Well, it became the success of the show. Everyone is walking around with blue tongues because the color was blue and the response was amazing. So ultimately, when it comes to an experience at a conference, if you're doing an ancillary event, you want that event to truly be out of the box. And it doesn't need to cost you a heck of a lot of money. It can be something creative like a taco tour. It can be something creative like a classic Chinese banquet. There are many opportunities that people can have because food and drink is truly the ultimate connector. It's where friendships are made and it's where deals are done. Amazing. Amazing. I love the idea of the Buick. And like you said, that was probably not a really high cost event because you're talking about snow cones. Which Correct. is, you know, you're not talking about multiple courses, sit-down dinners. Lots ah, of but Jim, you forget, I had to make thousands, well, my team, we made <laughs> thousands of these snow cones. Sure. So there was a lot of ice involved and a lot of alcohol involved. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so you've got a, a big scale there and a big, huge event. Oh, my gosh, South Beach, South Beach Food and Wine Festival and a big, a big sponsor there with Buick. So congratulations on that. And that is a, that. But that gives people an idea of it doesn't have to be a huge, grandiose thing to make a huge impression. It can I, be something... I appreciate that, Jim. Sorry to cut in. No, I want to give ahead. you another example. Yeah. So I was part of a technology conference a few years ago, and my client was a very 
low level sponsor, meaning they didn't pay that much money for their sponsorship. Mm -hmm. The banners weren't as big, their logo wasn't as big, and they came to me for an event solution to attract their 50 top clients. And I said to them, the most important thing is that they don't have to take an Uber or a taxi or transport to get there. We want this event to take place within two or three blocks of this hotel because these people are being besieged with loads of other invitations as well. And I wanted ours to be easy. So we selected the Farallon restaurant. There's a restaurant in San Francisco where the event happened. And we did this for several years and the response was always really high because one of the challenges companies face is that they're investing the time, they're investing the money, but will people show up? Will people care? So as everyone's listening, you got to be thinking more strategically. It's not just not just about the food and the wine. It's using that as a vehicle. And how Michael said, get creative, but you have to really think strategically. And I love that example of, wow, we know that people are going to, they'll probably want to hit multiple events. And if we're if they have to drive, then they might... They might have to not come to your event because they want to go to these other ones as well. So thinking strategically and having a, having the right partner to do it with is is really important. So tell us, kind of walk us through maybe the process of maybe a, a big budget, big thing like you did with Buick, but maybe something a little more that has more moving parts to it. And then something on a smaller scale that you've done that was a nice success. Well, I always start with what the goal is. And generally the goal is to build relationships and drive sales. And I ask a client, how much money would they spend to get this one person in a room? How much money would they spend to close a six or seven figure piece of business or to increase business? And it's not so I can make more money but it's more what is the investment that people are willing to make? And I frankly go back to the famous book written about 30 years ago called The Experience Economy. It's not about how much money you're spending, it's about the experience. And I'm in the business of creating unique, out of the box, and hopefully very memorable food and drink experiences that transport people to different places and create relationships with other clients that are attending, but also the host client that wants to build relationships. Let me give you an example of something I have coming up. This is virtual. It's a virtual conference. It's a technology conference. And I've come up with a program for this client called Vino Tech. Vino Tech. And we are going to be giving examples of new technologies that involve food and drink. And everyone is getting a package sent before. And the response has been, frankly, overwhelming. And I can't wait for this event to happen. I love that. I love that uh, that idea of it's not you're not just limited to live events, live in person events. 
if you're doing that virtual event, and virtual events are not going away anytime soon, and they're morphing into hybrid events, but there's so much thing, so much creativity, so much way you can make an impact using food and wine, even virtually, by doing exactly what you just said, by sending that package out. Yeah, well, I also think that on the conference floor, on the conference floor, people will be attracted not inherently just by some swag you're giving away, but people will often stop by for a taste, a taste of a drink. Doesn't have to be alcoholic or a food. And while people are there, that keeps them there so you can start a conversation. And a conversation can lead to a meeting, and a meeting can lead to another meeting, and maybe a meeting another meeting will lead to a sale. Absolutely. And I, I love how you 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 understand and I everyone needs to understand that food and wine is a tool. It is a is a way to start that conversation. So you can lead, like you said, lead to that meeting, lead to the demo, lead to the sale. That is such an important point. And I love that you brought up the the book going back a little bit, going with the book Experience Economy from Pine and Gilmore. Just what such a classic book that has such great information and gets people thinking in completely different ways about how experiences, especially right there at the on the booth floor at the booth or on the on the exhibit floor. Fantastic. And another thing that I absolutely love that you said is getting people to think differently. Instead of they're saying them saying, "Well, you know, it shouldn't cost that much for just wine and drink, or you know, do something like that." Get them to think. What What would you have spent to get in front of this customer who could be your ideal customer, who could be take your company to a whole different level, and start getting them to equate that with the experience and how food and how powerful that is. I think of just uh, smelling popcorn or a fresh baked cookie on the show floor. I could be two aisles away and it'll draw me over. I don't even know you, you're there. You know, Jim, speaking of popcorn, you know, one of the classic combinations, at least for me and for certain clients throughout the years, is champagne and popcorn. Uh And I have taken over theaters for private screening where people have popcorn and champagne, which really are, it's a perfect pairing, but it works really well together. So you wanna really use food and drink to create so many things, but also to create a memory. That when people think of this experience, they think about, your company. They think about the company that hosted this. I was on the phone actually yesterday with a client for many years that is still recounting an experience that we had 20 years ago together. He and his clients still remember this. That's that's what it's all about. Food creates memories more than anything else. We, My family and I, we we plan entire vacations around where we're going to be eating. <laughs> oh, so, Jim, you gotta, I, you gotta re- get in touch with me. We need to stay in touch. I need to hook you up. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, but I love that because you can. It's it's a unique way. It's something that a lot of companies and a lot of events just they do, but they don't do it very effectively. Well, they they don't brand it. I'm working right. with a nonprofit right now. And they sent me the hotel wine list 
which was frankly god awful. And I said, listen, why don't we have them special order wines with wines that have a charitable charitable components in them, wines that give back. And this is now morphed into a theme that the wine and the food element is really wines and foods that give back to the community, to specific charities, and it ties in with the work that they do. So a lot of the work that I do is not just, oh, let's have a taco party, let's have a champagne party. Really how to brand and take the messaging of a company and tie it in to food and drink. Because frankly, everyone has to eat most people love to drink and everyone loves to talk about it <laughs> this is this is just outstanding i'm smiling ear to ear over here for everyone who is can't figure that out by now because i i just love i love this concept but i the thing that i love the most is how you're bringing this together to really help businesses create those sales through amazing experiences, but not just having the right the right food, the right wine, the right beverages, but to make sure that you're branding those all the way through. You know, Jim, I was very blessed. You know, for many years, I called myself a wine and food edutainer or transforming wine and food into entertainment. But one of my clients for many years is the Direct Marketing Association. And they said, Michael, you're not just a wine and food entertainer. You are our experience engineer. You engineer experiences to help us achieve our goals. How amazing is that coming directly from a client, a client like, especially like the Direct Marketing Association, that is just so, so powerful. Congratulations on, on that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I was very flattered. I was very flattered. So, so that's the business that I'm in. I really create experiences that are tactical, that are marketing driven, that hopefully have clear ROI and that build relationships and drive sales. And you know something? People are going to be spending money at conferences on food and drink anyway. So why not use it as a branding mechanism? Why not use it as part of your marketing toolbox? Exactly right. Exactly right. Be creative, be memorable, and do it right. Do it right. So, Michael, as, as we wrap up today, why don't you give uh, someone their top one or two things you really would like them to take away from today's discussion? Food and drink is a marketing tool, and food and drink is a strong marketing tool that can bring people to you. So use that as a branding mechanism. Use that as an important tool, perhaps one of the most vital tools in your toolbox when you're thinking about setting up your display on the conference room floor or wanna grab your 50 top clients for something very special at night. But food and drink is a marketing tool, so use it. Fantastic, I love it, love it. Everyone take that to heart. This is outstanding stuff, Michael. Thanks so much for sharing so much today. If people are sitting there going, I need to reach out and I wanna talk with Michael, what is the best way for them to learn more about you and your business and to reach you? Several ways. 
my website, which is my name, michaelgreen.com. You can email me at michael at michaelgreen.com, or you can call me, and the phone is on 24-7, Outstanding, and I will make sure to drop all that information into the show notes, so just hit that show notes button, and you will get all the all the contact information. Michael, thank you so much. This was, I, I just had a blast today and I know everyone listening had, has had a blast and I'm sure there's a few people that are going to be listening to this multiple times, getting more ideas, getting more creative. I love how you brought in so many different elements and so many things to think about. I really like the sustainability part of, of uh, companies that, uh, like the wine companies that use charitable causes, things like that. There's so much, so much great there. So thank you so much for taking the time and joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks, Jim. And everyone, continue to get creative, get better, to improve your ROI, improve your results, and keep coming back here on campus at Trade Show University. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed that, and I bet you're thinking right now, how do I incorporate food and wine experiences into my next event? So amazing. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please leave me a rating and review. Consider doing that. And if you want to continue to hear more of these types of episodes, subscribe to whatever podcast player that you are listening to right now and get over to my website, sign up for our weekly newsletter where you will get some extra tips and tricks. And I'm going to also send to you my top 52 trade show tips. Just get to tradeshowu.biz that's tradeshow the letter u.biz and drop your email right there on the homepage. thank you so so much for listening i appreciate you for for coming back here each week and continue coming back to campus right here at trade show you